Hello, welcome back to Big Lezzers League. Another team list reaction. We're going to be looking at the trial game between the South Senior Abidos and the Manly Seagulls happening this Sunday. So keen for footy to be back, and it's finally returning in a big swing. We obviously got the Sports Shed TV uh, charity match, which was great. Uh, not the quality of rugby league we're used to seeing, but it was good to get some rugby league back. I think that this is going to be... Uh, really, really good as well. I'm keen for these trials. Uh, we obviously read out the Dolphins v Capras game team list and reacted to some of the players. I think you should watch from those lineups. We're going to do the same thing here. We're going to be going through the Rabbitohs and Manly Seagulls sides when they take on each other on Sunday. We're going to be going through some players to watch from both of these teams as well. Uh, so... Let's start off with the South Sydney Rabbitohs. My team, uh, no secret that I'm a big South Sydney Rabbitohs fan, but uh, no bias whatsoever. Let's go through this South Sydney Rabbitohs lineup. So Braden Burns is at fullback. He's also the captain of this side. Leonard Skelton and Leon Tahal on the wings uh, with Tane Milne and Adam Christensen in the centres. Uh, Jarrett Sublu at 5'8". Emmanuel Di Bartolo is at halfback. Brock Gray and Cade Maloney in the front row. Ryan Gray at 13. Uh, Mela Chan Foon uh, in the back row with Nicholas Halalillo uh, and Yaline Gordon at 13. Bailey Bentley Hape in jersey number 14. Harry Quinlan, uh, Chase Chapman, Tristan Alvarado, Richard Halani, Matthew French, Tyson Hodge, and Marco Moretti. Uh, on the bench there for the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Now, just some uh, guys, that, some names that you might recognise here. Uh, Braden Burns, the fullback, obviously came back to the Rabbitohs uh, at the back end of last year after a little stint with the Bulldogs. Um, he has been, I think, uh, been in the development squad. I'm pretty sure he's in, in the development squad this year, not in the top 30. I'm not, I don't think so. Uh, I have seen him around. He looks very happy to be back at the Rabbitohs. Here he's been training really well as well. So uh, keen to see him back in South Sydney Colours. Also keen to see him at fullback as well. It's not where I would have had him uh, in my 17, that's for sure. Uh, if I was putting him in a side, be it centre or on the wing, that's where he does his best work, at least as far as I've seen. Keen to see him run around at fullback though. And Tane Milne is another name you might recognise there as well. Uh, obviously playing centre in this game. Game. Uh, interestingly enough, if you compare both the Manly Seagulls and the South Sydney Rabbitohs lineups, we'll talk about the Manly Seagulls lineup uh, in a second. But uh, for the South Sydney Rabbitohs, no one that's in my 17 uh, is in this lineup, which is very interesting. There's no one really that's going to be playing first grade in this lineup. Whereas you look at the Manly Seagulls lineup, which we'll go through in a second. There are a few first-grade players in there, which is very, very interesting. Now, some new fresh faces that I want you to keep an eye on. Uh, the first one is Brock Gray. Um, really, really talented front rower. Great ball-playing skills as well. He had to come off the bench and started for the Rabbitohs in New South Wales Cup throughout the season uh, last year. Really solid front rower that I'm keen to see. Put some pressure on guys um, you know, like Shaq Mitchell, if he uh, is on the bench, Davey Mowali. I reckon he could earn a spot on the bench. He might even be someone that could take Tom Burgess's spot uh, over the next two years if he does decide to leave and go and play under his brother in the Super League. But Brock Ray, 
Definitely someone to watch. Great ball playing skills. He runs some great lines. There's a few line breaks that he's towed up in New South Wales Cup last year. Uh, I think he'll do that again this year. I think you'll be you'll hear a lot more about him this year. I feel like he's going to be a lot more relevant uh, for the South Sydney Rabbitohs this year. Could earn a spot on the bench at the back end of the year for South Sydney, but I think we'll have to wait another year before we see him. Uh, you know, consistently in first grade. I think that he might come in here and there if there's injury, uh, for sure. But I don't think we'll see him, um, you know, consistently in first grade for a little while, maybe for a year or so. Uh, now, no relation, but another guy I want you to watch is Ryan Gray. Uh, no relation to Brock Gray, but we got him over from the Bulldogs uh, in New South Wales Cup side for the Bulldogs. He'd played there pretty much all year for the Bulldogs. They had a big start to the year, I think, the Bulldogs before falling off at the back end of the year in their New South Wales Cup side. Uh, but Ryan Gray, uh, really talented footballer, Australian schoolboys player as well. A lot of upside about him. He's great at a dummy half. Uh, the Rabbitohs radio boys reckon that they'll even put pressure on guys like Peter Mamanzalos and Havili for that 14 jersey. And even, uh, you know, after Damien Cook retires, putting pressure on those boys for that nine spot. Uh, that's how highly they rate him. Uh, a little segment of their podcast will show you just how highly they rate him as well. I've got a little segment uh, where they talk about Ryan Gray, when they talk about some of the recruits for the Rabbitohs going into this year. They're very, very high on him. And I know a lot of people uh, that are Rabbitohs fans like myself who are very high on him as well. Yep, certainly is. Another one there, we talk, spoke about Brock Gray. There's a Jai Gray. They're not related. Ryan Gray. Brownie, guess what? He's not related to either of them either, but uh, Ryan Gray, he's come over from the Bulldog system there. That's a grey area. That's a grey, it could be a grey area in the ruck, mate, but um, uh, the crafty number nine, um, he's going to add good depth to um, people like Peter Mamazoulis and um, and also Damien Cook. He's going to put some pressure on there. He played in reserve grade for the Doggies last year. I think he progressed through from the flag age group, so he's one to keep an eye out for. <laughs> So as I said, they're very high on him. Uh, he could be the next big thing in terms of number nines, uh, obviously including, um, you know, Peter Mamanzalos as well, who's coming through at the moment, 26 years of age. He's set to be the next guy after Damien Cook. But in that 14 jersey, we could very well see Ryan Gray there. Really good uh, scooting in a dummy half, a great running game, a great offload game, but his service is something that I really like from him as well. Very dangerous, close to the line. Um, as well, uh, Ryan Gray, uh, you know, 10 metres out, he can be a real handful. So definitely one to watch in the number nine jersey, Ryan Gray. Uh, Yelene Gordon is just the veteran of this South Sydney side in that number 13 jersey, absolute veteran. Uh, and I can't wait to see him getting around again. But a little shout out to him, um, still playing rugby league for the Rabbitohs. It is really great to see. But they're the four guys that I really want you to keep an eye on uh, for the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Braden Burns at fullback, Tane Milne in the centres, Brock Gray in the front row, and Ryan Gray at number nine. Again, Brock Gray, Ryan Gray, no relation. Let's have a look at this Manly Seagulls lineup. Uh, as I said before, well, it's not a full lineup yet. We've only got the squad. Um, but. Yeah, look, very interesting. Very, very interesting that they've got a lot more first graders in this side than what the South Sydney Rabbitohs do. Uh, they're willing to take that risk, and I'm very keen to see some of the guys we've got here, some big names. So uh, the squad list that they've named, they haven't named a team list, but the squad list that they've named is Josh LAA, Jacob Arthur, Luke Brooks, Nathan Brown, Ethan Bullimore, Gordon Chancum Tong, Ben Condon, Clayton Faulalo, uh, Bailey Hodgson, I believe, of Newcastle Knights fame. I'd be very surprised if they've signed him. That is a big signing if they've gone ahead and signed who I think that is. 
uh, Lehi Hopawade, Jamie Humphreys, Atasi James, Carl Lawton, Max Lehman, Dean Madison, Taniela Paseca. Mount Paseca is playing in this game as well. Jackson Polo, Tommy Talao, Ben Trevojevic, Raymond Tuimalo Vega. We know how high on him I am. Corey Waddell, Brandon Wakeham, and Aaron Woods. Fuck, there are some big names uh, in, t- in terms of not just the starters, but the reserve graders as well. Let's go through some of the names here. So Josh LAA, uh, you know, Luke Brooks going to be playing in this game as well. Uh, you know, Taniela Paseca, Jackson Bolo, guys that we think are going to start uh, too. Aaron Woods, you know, probably going to be coming off the bench this year for uh, the Manly Seagulls. They've got a few names here that will be in first grade. Gordon Chen, Tong, Ethan Bullimore. You'd imagine they'd be coming off the bench for Manly as well. Some massive names in terms of some starters in this lineup. Uh, good to see that they've put in Luke Brooks just to uh, let the fans see him for the first time in those Manly Seagulls colours. Um, you know, they want a first grade half in there just to, you know, just see how he goes in that number six jersey as well. Or if he does play number six and Jacob Arthur is the seven, like I think that's how they're going to do it. Uh, we could very well see Luke Brooks start the game at seven. I just don't think that they'll do that. I think they'll keep him at six and just see how he goes in the first game there and combines with some of the younger guys as well. You know, there's a few young guys that could definitely get some spots throughout the year for the Manly Seagulls or over the next few years as well. Uh, we'll talk about them. Some guys uh, that are definitely talking points. We'll sort of skip past the first graders because we already know how good they are. But um, some other guys that you should definitely watch, Jacob Arthur, um, obviously has had a really rough start to uh, his career. Uh, hasn't played the best football um, at the Parramatta Reels when he's come in. Uh, you know, he's, you know, he hasn't been really poor. It's just that he hasn't been amazing. And I think people really um, started to, I guess, you know, throw a lot of dust on his name when he didn't really deserve it. I think he's much better than what people think he is. He's very simple uh, in his game. I think he had one really good game towards the back end of either last year or the year before uh, for the Parramatta Reels, but the other games have sort of been 50-50. He's gone out there and done his job. Uh, but because he's not this big, spark-filled uh, halfback, everyone's sort of off him. As I said, I think that a lot of people, you know, you know, throw his name in the dust when he doesn't really deserve it. He goes out there, he does his job. Yes, he's not the most impressive halfback that we've ever seen, um, but, you know, I think... Going to Manly, it can be a fresh start for him uh, under Seabold as well with guys like DCE and Luke Brooks to learn from. I think it's going to be really good for Jake uh, Jake Arthur as a bit of a fresh start for him going into this season, but definitely one to watch in the number seven jersey. I think he'll play at seven with Brooks at six. Uh, Nathan Brown, fuck, he's had a bit of a journey over the past two years. Been at the Roosters, uh, obviously suspended in his first or second game for the Roosters, uh, which was really rough, but played a lot of footy in New South Wales Cup for them. Uh, comes over to the Manly Seagulls, not in the top 30 yet. They're trying to get uh, let go Christian Tuipolotu to the Dragons, obviously to bring in Nathan Brown into the top 30, which will be very interesting to see how that situation's handled over the next few weeks. But... Nathan Brown, definitely one to watch. Could be in and around the 17 if there's injury. Uh, I don't think he'll start the year in the 17, but definitely someone to watch in reserve grade. 
um, just to see how he goes for the first few weeks of reserve grade as well. Where, where does he play as well? Does he play at 13? Does he play in the front row? Does he come off the bench? Where does he fit into that reserve grade side will be really interesting as well. But Nathan Brown, definitely one to watch. Ethan Bullymore will be in and around the 17 as well. Uh, he is such a freak. I think that Ethan Bullymore is so underrated for how good he actually is through the middle. One of my favorite players to watch from Manly in terms of the young guys coming through. Uh, ben Condon, I believe, was a recruit from North Queensland. Uh, I think he's on a development deal. It'll be interesting to see how he goes this year. I think it's his second year um, at Manly on a development deal. Very keen to see how he goes in this game. Really solid front rower uh, with plenty of upside about him. I do want to see if this Bailey Hodgson is the Bailey Hodgson I think he is. Because if he is, he's a fullback with a lot of upside. Uh, I think he was brought in a little bit early by the Knights, uh, and it is too. It is uh, the Bailey Hodgson that I thought it was. Very interesting. That was so under the radar for me that he's a Manly. I had no idea that he was at the Manly Seagulls. Uh, I imagine he'd be on a development deal there. Very interesting. He does have a lot of upside. I think he was brought into first grade, obviously, when they were having those dramas with KP, and and obviously uh, Lockie Miller wasn't available. He was brought in a little bit too early. I feel like he needs another year or so in reserve grade, which is what I think he'll get in New South Wales Cup this year. I'm keen to see him roam around in New South Wales Cup. Um, you know, interesting that they've brought him in as well as one of those guys that can be a bit of depth if, you know, Turbo goes down and if there's dramas with, you know, uh, Tolu Taukala and Ruben Garrick. He's another guy that can come in as sort of a fourth string uh, fullback. But keen, I'm keen to see how he goes with a fresh start um, at the Manly Seagulls too. Uh, Jamie Humphreys is a guy that could snatch that 14 jersey of Gordon Chan Kum Tong if the start doesn't go too well for him. I imagine Gordon Chan Kum Tong is going to kill it. But if he doesn't or if there's an injury in the number nine role, we could see Jamie Humphreys come in at 14. I'm very excited to see Jamie Humphreys play in this game, and I'm I'm glad that they've been they've both been picked in this side. Um, I'm keen to see, see that rotation as well. See how both of these guys go. Hopefully, one uh, they both get 40-40, or you know, there's a decent enough split where we get to see a good amount of both of these guys uh, in this game. Uh, but Jamie Humphreys, a guy I'm really excited about, and has been killing it in the preseason, as far as I've heard. Uh, now, Atasi James, I believe they got him from the West Tigers. Uh, really solid front rower. Uh, I've heard all good things about him. Really solid. Uh, a bit of agility and, and, and pace on him as well uh, for the big front rower. But, you know, the main sort of thing that I've heard about him is just his strength. Um, and I'm keen to see him really rip and tear um, for the Manly Seagulls in this game. A uh, really hot front rower coming into this year that I'm hearing could be, you know, working his way into the 17, maybe halfway through the year. I don't think he starts there straight away, but he's someone that I think could come in for sure. Uh, Carl Lawton, fuck, he's a journeyman. I hope that he, at some stage, gets a crack in this manly side. Uh, you know, he can play just about anywhere in your 17, whether it be in the back row, lock, hooker. Yeah, he can even slot in at 5'8 if you're desperate. He can play in the centres if you're desperate. He can slot in in a lot of positions for you. Um, I'm keen to see if he does get a crack in the 17 for the Manly. I think it'll be very hard for him to fit in, especially in that 14 jersey where you've got already Gordon Chan Kum Tong and Jamie Humphreys that are going to come on as nines. Very keen to see if Carl Lawton maybe goes gets a spot over them or if he gets a spot maybe as a forward off the bench, maybe as a roaming lock. I'm very keen to see how they use him throughout the year. I imagine he'll start the year in New South Wales Cup, though. 
Uh, Dean Madison, brother of Ryan Madison. Uh, really keen to see how he goes in his second year, I believe, with Manly. Uh, I'm really keen to see how he goes in this side as well. Uh, can play six, can also play in the back row, just like his older brother. I'm keen to see how Dean Madison goes in this game. I'm very keen as well to see where he ends up in this side. That'll be a big factor for me as well. Um, Taniela Paseca from first grade, as we said, we wouldn't, we're not going to really touch on these first grade guys, but keen to see Paseca, uh, have a big year for Manly just in general, uh, to start the year as well. Cause if Paseca and Sipley are two guys that are absolutely killing it, Manly are going to have a very big year. Uh, Jackson Paulo and Tommy Talao, that battle is going to be really interesting. There's obviously a wing spot free uh, for one of these guys to grab. I think that Tommy Talao can equally play as well on the wing as he can at center. He's got so much raw ability that I'm really keen to see get tapped at Manly. Uh, he was my, he's my favorite at the moment to get that wing spot too over Jackson Paulo. But I am keen to see that battle for them. I imagine that Tommy Talao will play center in this game with Jackson Paulo on the wing. Very keen to find out where they are playing in this game for one and keen to see this battle take place and, you know, who, you know, has a better go in the trials because that's going to determine who does get that wing spot at the end of the day as well. Uh, obviously, next to Ruben Garrick, I believe. So very keen to see how this battle goes with Jackson Paulo and Tommy Talao. Ben Travojevic, another guy you could class as a journeyman, has really struggled to start his career with injury. I hope he has a really solid year without injury this season because he is in a, you know, in realistically, if Ben Travojevic is at his best, he's in year 17. Hopefully, Ben Travojevic can have a really good year without injury uh, and work his way back into that 17 as well because he's sort of been Mr. Fix-It where he's come in uh, to the side with the intention of playing him in the back row and then there's been an injury. He's been shoved into the centers, into a ton of positions that he doesn't normally play and then getting injured. It's, uh, you know... He has had a lot of opportunities, but most of those most of those times he has unfortunately been injured, and I just hope that he gets more opportunity in this 17 without injury. The biggest thing for me for Ben Trevojevic is that he is injury-free for 2024. That's my big thing for him, but definitely a lot of potential there yet to be tapped by Anthony Seibold. Uh, Raymond Tuimalo Vega, a guy that I'm so high on and I think is equally in the race with Tommy Talao and Jackson Bolo for that wing spot. Uh, had a really strong few games coming in for Manly. Um, you know, I think he had one really big game where he scored, I think, two or three tries last year, uh, or maybe that might have been the year before, but so much potential here. Um, they yet to be tapped again uh, in this Manly Sea Eagles side. Someone that I'm, that I'm very keen to see in this trial match as well. He always goes very well in the trials. Corey Waddell, new recruit, obviously started at Manly, went to Penrith, then went to the Bulldogs, now back at Manly. I'm very keen to see where he fits into the 17, if he does fit into the 17 for the Manly Seagulls, or if he is going to start the year in New South Wales Cup, and where he fits into this game as well. Does he play in the middle, or does he play on an edge? Uh, keen to see where he fits into this uh, trial game team. Uh, so another signing that sort of went under the radar, I knew about it, but uh, to other... To other people, it would have gone very under the radar. Braden, Brandon Wakem. Brandon Wakem would have definitely gone under the radar uh, in terms as terms of a development signing. Uh, obviously, at the West Tigers, he was let go uh, towards the back end of the year. Um, they let go of a few guys to the West Tigers towards the back end of the year, including Atasi James. Both of those guys have signed with the Manly Seagulls. Uh, I believe Atasi James might be in the top 30. 
uh, potentially. I'm not. I don't know that for sure. But Brandon Wakeham, I think he's on a development deal. I'm keen to see how he goes. Again, just a guy that needs a fresh start. Very excited to see Brandon Wakeham have a crack in this team. Uh, but there's all the guys that you should watch in terms of uh, young guys uh, looking for fresh starts or you know coming through really strongly. Jacob Arthur, um, you know Ben Condon. Let's have a look here. Bailey Hodgson definitely needs a fresh start. Jamie Humphreys, Atasi James, uh, Dean Madison, Tommy Talao and Jackson Paulo, that battle. Ben Trevojevic, Corey Waddell and Brandon Wakeham and Raymond Tuimalo Vega as well. Some guys that you should watch in this side, but definitely a lot more players to watch in the Manly team than there are in the South Sydney side. Very keen for this game. As I said before, very interesting how Manly um, have picked a lot more first graders than South Sydney have. Maybe that will be an advantage for them going into this game. Uh, but Bunny's 13 plus for me. I can't, can't not support my boys in this trial match. Uh, let's see how this game goes and very excited for footy to return in 2024. Goodbye. Goodbye. See you later.